Radio, 91.3 KDKR, Decatur, Dallas, Fort Worth, and 91.3 KYJC Commerce. Portions of KDKR programming do not necessarily reflect the views of this station, its management, or staff. Prudent Money with Bob Brooks is sponsored by the Prudent Money Foundation on 91.3. Well, inflation, plan A versus plan B, we're going to talk about it all today. We're going to take a look. Stay tuned for Prudent Money. Bob Brooks, and you are listening to the Prudent Money Radio Show. Thank you so much for joining me today. You know I do appreciate it. Listen, I want to make sure that you know that if you've got a question, I've got a resource for you. Two ways to use that resource. Go to prudentmoney.com, first thing. And then second, look for the the, uh, Ask Bob section, the Q&A. And if it's just a question that you have, I encourage you to send that question in, and I will answer it for you. And to get you taken care of, pretty easy stuff. Now, you could have a situation that's a lot more involved than just a question. I invite you to go to where it says book online and then book up a book a time. And we can uh, uh, dive a little bit deeper. And obviously, there is no cost, no obligation. It's just a resource I'm rolled, uh, that I've rolled out to help you get some answers. And that is a big thing today. Is that I believe is most people are looking for answers, and uh, no one, no resource to really go to. So that's uh, you can find that at prudentmoney.com. Incidentally, if there are any subjects, topics you want to hear about, I would love to hear uh, what you're thinking. Make sure that you go to info at prudentmoney.com and send me an email and say, Hey, Bob, would you mind talking about this? Or I sure would like a couple of shows that detail how this works. Would love to hear from you and get a lot of emails and enjoy hearing what's on your mind. So make sure you do that and we will, we will talk about some different things. So that's all at the website, www.prudentmoney.com. Well, today is Q&A Thursday, at least that's what I'm calling it. And this is where... We talk through your questions. One of the reasons I like to do this is because the questions that that you ask me, that you might send in, are questions I think most people do have. I I feel like most people are thinking about the same thing, wondering about the same thing. So I I take the opportunity to talk about it. The first one is about inflation. What are your thoughts about inflation? You know, a a growth report... The better way to say it, I guess, for the economy comes out once a quarter and it talks about over the last 12 months how much the economy has grown or maybe even declined. And you know, if you get two quarters of a declining economy, you're officially in a recession. Now, I've told you many times on many occasions that the economic reports just don't add up. They some seem to contradict, just doesn't make sense. And uh, this, the report that came out today is about the same as far as that goes. It talks about an economy that's growing, 
but yet uh, the, the, the inflation is not there. Now, not that that can't happen. I just don't think that it's, the probabilities are too high, are not, not very high that it could happen in what we're facing today. You know, the Federal Reserve Board wants the inflation rate around 2%, and it just seems like they are settling for a higher interest rate. As I've said, there is a way to fix the, infl the inflation problem. Now, of course, you also got to remember, and uh, it only takes a trip to the grocery store to, to, or a, to a restaurant to, to, to get this reality. There's a big difference between what the government says is inflation and what reality, what's coming out of your, your pocketbook and my pocketbook. And the question is, can we live within the government's numbers? So we'll just play with those numbers, knowing that they're higher, of course. But they want the inflation rate down to around 2%. The inflation rate, I think, is like at 3.4%. And it's just, it's kind of stagnating. And this is what I've been talking about for a year, year and a half, is that it gets to this point to where it stagnates kind of bounces around at a, at a higher level that it's not like we can't survive at it, but it sure does make things a lot harder. I think you would agree with that. So it's, it's a situation that to get rid of inflation or get inflation down to a reasonable level will cause the government to do something about supply and demand. Now, we've talked about this just a little, just as a review. The supply and demand problem causes inflation, causes prices to go up. There's limited supply and great demand, which causes those who want the, the product or the widget or whatever it is that makes the economy grow, makes it, it forces them to pay higher prices. So really the only way that you can equalize supply and demand because they've already been aggressive on inflation, excuse me, on raising interest rates. The only way that you can do this, in my opinion, I do reserve the right to be wrong, but it, this is my humble opinion, is that they will have to maybe not so much rate, maybe raise rates a little bit, but not lower rates, and they will have to greatly deteriorate this economy by not being so accommodated, accommodative with lowering rates and pumping money into the, the economy and all the things they do to make the economy run. They're gonna, we're going to have to see some economic decline that will wipe out that last bit of inflation and get us back on the way up in a healthy growth trend. Hope that made sense. That's it's a little a lot easier to be on a video or be live in a workshop to explain this and draw and, and show you. But they've got a big task ahead of them, and but yet they talk about it's just all great. And I'm not trying to be the uh, Debbie Downer by any stretch. I'm just telling you, there's a lot of other statistics that don't say it's so great. So it doesn't make sense to me. So we talk about it. This might, this really might surprise you. 
because it's it surprised me. It's a wallet hub. I talk about wallethub.com from time to time. They do a ton of surveys and uh, taking a look at uh, really what's going on in the economy. And they put together a list of the biggest inflation problem, what city that uh, has the biggest inflation problem. And then they do, and they do the top five, then they do a bottom five of the smallest inflation problem. And uh, who do you guess is at number five? Well, we'll just, I'll tell you because you probably can't, we can't do this kind of thing over the radio. Number, but you can yell out in your car if you want to. Detroit, Michigan. Now, that shocks me because of all of uh, the things that, you know, Detroit has been through a couple of bankruptcies. I believe it's been a couple. I know at least one. And uh, it's there's just a lot of uh, shady things going on. Or reportedly, we'll say reportedly and be fair. But Detroit, Michigan. Okay, I don't know about that one. But number four is San Diego, California. Have you ever been to San Diego? San Diego is a beautiful, beautiful place. I, I, I can understand where a California city such as like San Diego would be on this list. Number three, Honolulu, Hawaii. I don't know if you've, been to, have you ever, if you've ever been to Hawaii, you know that the prices are extremely high there. Number two, Miami, Florida. Seems reasonable. Number one, Dallas, Texas. Now, I got to tell you, that's, that really did surprise me to see this list because I get these, I get these, uh, these surveys all the time, these studies from uh, sites like WalletHub, and Dallas is just always kind of in the middle, never too hot, too cold, just kind of just right. We are, according to them, we've got the biggest inflation problem in the country. Does that, I don't know if that surprises me or not. I, I really haven't, I'm just so, and I'm just not used to seeing Dallas in this, the uh, statistics like, the, like that. The bottom five, starting with, ninth, with uh, the top uh, num num number, number uh, from best to worst, Min uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, San Francisco, California, that didn't surprise me. Baltimore, Maryland, don't really know enough. Phoenix, Arizona, and then the smallest inflation problem. Actually, San Francisco, California, which in the top five of the smallest inflation problems. That, that surprises me. Anchorage, Alaska. So uh, maybe there's just not a whole lot going on. It's really cold. People aren't out spending money, I guess. So uh, this next quote, and I'll wrap it up with the economy and what's going on. I just, I just shake my head as I hear some of these economists and what they say. And even this is a chief economist of a very big bank. She says about the incredible growth numbers we had today and the, uh, the uh, inflation numbers, the two components together added up to what she calls supersonic Goldilocks. And they call the Goldilocks economy because it's not too hot, not too cold, just right. 
because it's really a strong number, yet inflation hasn't shown up. What? Hey, in, inflation hasn't shown up. Okay. Here and, and here is the last uh, the last bit of. Um, <laughs> I'll have to save this one until uh, after the break. This is Bob Brooks. Stick around. We will be right back. Dynamic, practical, life-changing. There's no point in going to church and not letting the Christ who gave birth to the church on the day of Pentecost change your life. Join us each day as Pastor Paul Shepard applies the timeless truth of Scripture to everyday life. It's Destined for Victory on this great station. Weekday afternoons at 3.30 here on Bible School Radio, KDKR. Dr. Charles Stanley. If you look around you and see that you're doing better than other folks, I want to tell you that's no criteria of what you have the capacity to do once you begin to win in the spiritual life. It is what God has set is His goal in your life. The teaching of Dr. Charles Stanley on In Touch, helping you grow in Christ every day. In Touch, weekdays at 1230, here on KDKR. In 1 Corinthians, Paul reminds us to run the race of life to win the prize. Join me, Dr. Erwin Lutzer, for Running to Win. Be strengthened to finish your race with confidence. Weekday mornings at 8 o'clock here on KDKR. Welcome back. This is Bob Brooks, and you are listening to the Prudent Money Radio Show. Thanks so much for joining me today. You know I do appreciate it. If you got a question for me www.prudentmoney.com send it in love to answer it for you love to get your questions let me know what's going on let me know what uh what you got on your mind and uh, that also is great for show prep because it prompts me to make sure that i'm staying relevant with what you need to know then if it, this is too big for the for an email and you need a phone call, I want to be available to you. So uh, just send book book some time on the online reservation. Uh, we'll call it a portal. How about that? And uh, we'll get you taken. We'll give you a call. Get you taken care of. And uh, there's no cost, no obligation, or any of that. Just trying to provide resources. Okay, so I'm going to wrap this up about what. Uh, this was the last quote. Now, I'm, I'm certainly not trying to be disrespectful. Everybody wanted, she talked, this is the chief economist at a bank. I'm just going to leave it at that. At a big bank. And she says about the growth of the economy and everything is great, which it would just be different if every economic indicator was kind of pointing to the same direction. But that's not happening. Everybody wanted to have fun. People bought new cars, a lot of recreation spending, as well as taking trips. I can't make it that up. People are not buying new cars. And uh, they certainly aren't buying them at this interest rate. Anyway, I don't know. Who, who knows? Um, it's, it's beyond me. So... The uh, second question, let's go ahead and jump to it. 
heard your show yesterday. What is the worst case scenario for real estate? We never really talked about that. We were talking about uh, Mark Pfeiffer comes on the program once a month and talks mortgages and interest rates and real estate markets and that kind of thing. And we were uh, the question is, what is the worst case scenario? Because if, you, if you'll notice, it just seems like everybody's expecting this just to just to reignite and and uh, and according to some statistics, I wouldn't know this for a fact, but according to some statistics, the the markets are still the the real estate markets are still really hot. I guess I don't know. I'm just I just go off what I, what uh, what's reported, but the worst case scenario is for, I think is if interest rates don't go down. Now you can you can uh, spin that information and and say it a different way, but I I believe that we're in a kind of landlocked here in in a in a bound, in a range where interest rates are not so great, and so and it's a, it is without question a supply and demand issue. And there is way more demand than, than supply. I'd, I'd like to know what the absolute real numbers are for, for that ratio. But I think what it, it, at some point, home prices need to start coming down to get the skit sales going. And that is the, that is the biggest issue that we're, we're looking at. So... I think that that most people think that uh, interest rates will go down. They'll be down by the end of the by the end of the year. Of course, we got a lot of stuff. Highly technical word of I mean coming on down or coming down the pike this this uh, this this year. You know what's interesting to me is that we have a presidential election this year. I'm sure you're going, is that all you can really bring to the program is that? No, but let me, let me finish. Does it seem like we've got a presidential election this year? I mean, except for a little bit of the banter back and forth. And if you kept the, if you turned the news off, it would, you certainly wouldn't hear anything about it. But it just seems like it's just, I don't know, I guess I expected more drama. Maybe it's too early for drama. I, I am I am surprised that we've are that uh, and this is not a pro e, any either either one of them. Okay, just just hear me out. I'm surprised that we've got Trump picking a VP already, and he seems to have the nomination wrapped up. Well, at least according to him, he does, and then. Then President Biden, I would have never really thought that they would run. They would both run together on the same ticket again. But hey, I, I don't always get everything right by any stretch. So I, I say all that. It's starting out to be a strange year, and uh, we got a lot of things in front of us that will affect interest rates. That will affect the markets. 
and so forth and so on. So um, I uh, I can't imagine their markets were trying. I can imagine the markets getting excuse me the real estate markets getting better, much better. But uh, I don't know that uh, the bio, the the bubble environment is something that we're going to go back and see again for for a a long long time. So we'll, we'll see. It's uh, hope for the best. There's a lot of uh, great people in Dallas Fort Worth area. I think that that we live in somewhat of a bubble because things are really. I mean, we're fortunate. God blesses this area, and uh, we've 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 uh, we're not suffering through a lot of the things that a lot of other parts of the country are. So we will see what happens. Number three. Why is it that analysts on CNBC and other financial news media are so positive all of the time? Well, that's, that's what their job, I, is, I mean, one part of the answer to that is that's what their job is. And uh, two, it comes down to agenda and optics. The, the uh, financial media is always trying to build on creating an optic and the optics that most people that 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 goes towards is really the positive optics of what is happening what's taking place because nobody wants to obviously nobody wants to see the worst case scenario come you know economy going into recession market go back into a decline and all that kind of thing so they want to see everybody obviously we all want to see positive stuff so that's that's part of it, and uh, that's and a lot of it too is that you have people in the media regurgitating what they hear from Wall Street, and they report it, and they add a little bit of their opinion in there. So I think that you know, I always remember the as a good example the the financial crisis back in two thousand and eight, as so many people would would um, be so very positive as the market was dropping 35, 40. It's, always, it, you know, it's kind of one of these themes where it's always a good time to buy, no matter what's happening, no matter what, uh, as the market drops. So, uh, and then the thing about, uh, the thing about numbers and, and numbers that come out, those numbers can be, economic numbers can be, they can spin them in so many different ways and make those numbers say anything that they want. So it's it's something that you that uh, you kind of got to filter out a little bit. But yeah, most people are extremely positive and and I I hope they're right. I really do. Well, my my what I feel led to do, let's give you the other side of the story. You take that, you mesh it with what's going on, what they say is going on and you come to your own conclusions because at the end of the day, God has appointed you as steward of what you what he has given you and you've got to make decisions and you have to uh, know really know what's going on and uh, knowing what uh, the knowing what the uh, right decisions are to make this is bob brooks and you are listening to the prudent money radio show thank you so much for joining me today you know i do appreciate it Hey, I want to make sure that you know about a resource 
that you can ask any question that you need to, and I'm happy to give you uh, thoughts, opinions, and that's email through uh, prudentmoney.com. And if you have a, a question that's a little bit more in-depth than going through a Q&A, going through an email, you can sign up for some time that we'll talk on the phone. We'll get, uh, Lisa will get it all set up and we'll give you a call and uh, talk, talk about your situation. Love to do it that way too. Once again, there's no cost, no obligation to that. It's just, I, I deeply appreciate the fact that uh, the, the people who do listen to the program and who read what, what I write and put out on the website. And then there's a lot of people who, who lead, who, um, listen to the podcast, which I, I really appreciate that. You, you, so I want to be, I want to give back and make sure we have a resources to help you with the, get those questions answered. I'd like to think that you're growing and getting educated on the way money works and that this whole platform is working. So that is all at prudentmoney.com. This is Bob Brooks. If you got a question for me, please go to the website, prudentmoney.com, and send it in because we are all out of time. Till we do meet again next time, keep the faith and have a great rest of the day. That's all the time we have for today. Questions or comments for Bob or to find out more great information like what you've just heard, visit www.prudentmoney.com. Be sure to join Bob Brooks again for the next edition of Prudent Money.